Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of Mind Mirror, a podcast dedicated to exploring mental health, brought to you by Cure of Mind, your online clinic for holistic healthcare. I'm your host, Dr. Oliver Wilson, a clinical psychologist with the CureofMind.com family. Cure of Mind is an online clinic that offers appointments with psychologists, psychiatrists, nutritionists, and family doctors, making healthcare accessible no matter where you are in the world. Today, we're delving into a group of mental health disorders known as somatic disorders. These include somatization disorder, undifferentiated somatoform disorder, hypochondriasis, conversion disorder, pain disorder, body dysmorphic disorder, and somatoform disorder. These disorders involve physical symptoms that are not fully explained by a medical condition, the effects of a substance, or another mental disorder. To put it in a lighter note, suffering from a somatic disorder can sometimes feel like you've fallen down the WebMD rabbit hole or became obsessed with Dr. Google. You start with a simple symptom search, and before you know it, you're convinced you have every disease under the sun. But remember, the Internet is not a doctor, and self-diagnosis can often lead to unnecessary stress and anxiety. Always seek professional help when it comes to your health. Let's start with somatization disorder. This involves having a significant focus on physical symptoms, such as pain or fatigue, that results in major distress or problems functioning. The individual has symptoms that cannot be explained by general medical conditions or other mental disorders. Undifferentiated somatoform disorder is similar, but the physical complaints are less severe and varied compared to somatization disorder. Hypochondriasis, now known as illness anxiety disorder, involves excessive worry about having a serious illness, despite having no or only mild symptoms. Imagine you get a paper cut and immediately start planning your last will and testament, convinced that you're about to succumb to a rare, fast-spreading infection, or imagine you're sitting at home on a relaxed evening and you sneeze. Instead of reaching for a tissue, you reach for your phone and start googling symptoms of the rarest tropical diseases, convinced that your sneeze is the first sign of a major health crisis. Conversion disorder, also known as functional neurological symptom disorder, involves physical symptoms that affect voluntary motor or sensory functioning, suggesting a neurological disorder. Imagine you're a die-hard fan of a football team. The team is playing in the championship game, and the score is tied with just a few seconds left on the clock. The star player lines up for a potentially game-winning field goal and misses. You're so shocked and disappointed that you suddenly lose your voice. Now, of course, this is an exaggerated example. In reality, conversion disorder involves symptoms that are more severe and persistent, but it does illustrate the basic concept, intense emotional or psychological stress leading to physical symptoms. Pain disorder is characterized by the experience of pain that is the main focus of the individual's attention and is severe enough to warrant clinical attention. Body dysmorphic disorder involves excessive preoccupation with a perceived flaw in physical appearance. Imagine looking in the mirror and seeing a nose that rivals Pinocchio's, even though everyone else tells you it's perfectly normal. Or imagine spending hours trying to flatten a hair that's sticking up because you're convinced it makes you look like a unicorn. Of course, this is a light-hearted example, and in reality, body dysmorphic disorder is a serious condition that causes significant distress it's about excessive preoccupation with a perceived flaw in appearance that others may hardly notice. While somatoform disorder is a broad term that encompasses several of these disorders, 
The exact cause of somatic disorders isn't known, but a variety of factors, including genetic and environmental influences, are thought to play a role. Joining us today to share his personal journey with somatization disorder is a guest who has generously agreed to share his experience. For confidentiality reasons, we'll call him Mark. Welcome to Mind Mirror, Mark. Thank you, Dr. Wilson. I'm happy to be a part of this important podcast. Could you tell us about your experience with somatization disorder? Sure, Dr. Wilson. I've always been a bit of a worrier. But about five years ago, I started experiencing physical symptoms. Headaches, stomach aches, fatigue. I went to numerous doctors, but they couldn't find a medical explanation. It was frustrating and scary. I was convinced I had a serious illness. It was affecting my work, my relationships, my whole life. I was constantly worried about my health. It wasn't until I started seeing a psychologist that I was diagnosed with somatization disorder. Mark, you mentioned that before your diagnosis, you were searching for answers to your health concerns. Can you tell us more about that? I was constantly worried about my health, so I started searching the internet for answers. I would type my symptoms into a search engine and then worry even more about the potential diseases that came up. I visited all kinds of doctors, specialists, alternative medicine practitioners, you name it. I had countless tests done, but they all came back normal. It was a frustrating and anxiety-inducing cycle. The more I searched for answers, the more worried I became, and the worse my symptoms seemed to get. That sounds like a difficult cycle to break, Mark. How did you eventually find your way to a psychologist and a diagnosis? It was actually my primary care doctor who suggested I see a psychologist. After another round of tests came back normal, he suggested that my symptoms might be psychological rather than physical. I was initially resistant, but I was also desperate for answers, so I decided to give it a try. That's a significant step that highlights the importance of considering mental health when dealing with unexplained physical symptoms. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. Before we conclude, I'd like to touch on the treatment options for somatic disorders. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, CBT, is often very effective. It helps individuals understand and change thought patterns that lead to behavior and feelings that interfere with health. Antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication prescribed by a psychiatrist can also be beneficial in some cases. It's important to note that somatic disorders can be chronic conditions. Individuals may have periods of improvement and then experience a recurrence of symptoms, particularly during times of stress. Identifying and managing these triggers is a key part of managing somatic disorders. For instance, if you notice that your symptoms tend to worsen when you're under a lot of stress, stress management techniques such as mindfulness, relaxation exercises, and regular physical activity can be beneficial. Let's say Mark, our guest from earlier, noticed that his symptoms often flared up when he was facing a deadline at work. He might work with his therapist to develop coping strategies, such as breaking the project into smaller, manageable tasks, practicing deep breathing exercises when he starts to feel overwhelmed, and setting aside time each day for relaxation and self-care. By identifying this trigger and learning how to manage it, Mark would be better equipped to manage his somatic symptoms and reduce their impact on his life. It's also important to note that somatic disorders are more common than you might think. 
According to the American Psychiatric Association, approximately 5 to 7% of the adult population experiences a somatic disorder. So if you're struggling, remember that help is available. Reach out to a mental health professional like the team at cureofmind.com. That's all for today's episode. I hope this information provides some understanding and comfort. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. This is Dr. Oliver Wilson signing off.